Yogesh Amel, Managing Director of Software Investment Banking at BMO Capital Markets, has published an article titled Technology and Software, How COVID Will Change Remote Work Forever. Here is the full text of the article. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. There's no excuse to keep people in an office. It's been a couple months since the quarantine began in earnest. You're probably now used to regular video meetings, communicating through instant messaging, virtual happy hours, working with collaboration technologies, and so on. It's incredible to see just how quickly much of the global workforce, especially in the financial and in other service-based industries, has adapted to working entirely online and from home. While this out-of-office arrangement may be holding up relatively well now, there's a big question as to what happens after the quarantine ends. What kind of lasting impact might this sudden shift to at-home work have on the economy and on productivity? And what does this mean for the technology companies that are now being relied on to keep people connected? Well before coronavirus forced everyone out of their offices, interest in remote work among employees was rising. A Deloitte survey released on February 20th, just days before the COVID-19 crisis exploded in North America, found 94% of the 1,000 U.S. professionals who responded to the survey would benefit from flexible work options. However, 30% said they feared consequences to their professional growth if they chose to work remotely. While we would have liked the remote workforce revolution to have happened more organically, this situation has shattered the idea that professional growth will suffer and that you can't be a productive employee or executive from home. When social distancing restrictions lift, people will want to see each other and go back into the office, but the idea that you must be present at your desk at all times will disappear. Now that we're all becoming more familiar with productivity and collaboration-enabling technology tools, people may come into work when they need to, perhaps for a meeting that must be in person and at least have the option of staying home the rest of the time. Video conferencing, which until a few weeks ago was awkward to use and only done in specific situations, will become as normal as sending an email. People will be able to work for companies located anywhere in the world and some business travel will be replaced by virtual meetings. Imagine being able to have a coffee with a colleague from your home instead of having to fly thousands of miles. Most would choose the former. None of this can be done, of course, without technology. And while we're making do with the tech that's currently in the market, companies will need to invest in more modern tools, including some that are not yet mainstream or even available, such as virtual reality, to make remote work that much more efficient and productive. Enterprises will need to look at their entire IT infrastructure and ensure it can accommodate a 100% remote workforce. More generally, networking and connectivity will need to be seen as not just essential, but as a critical service. BMO had its own growing pains. Getting the VPN to work and getting access to workplace resources was phase one. But I think delivering a seamless and enriched user experience to remote working in a secure and compliant way is going to be the next phase. What may be most interesting to see is how technology investments change in a post-COVID-19 world. It's likely we'll see a greater emphasis on companies that provide mission-critical remote workforce systems and software, such as networking technology, secure file sharing, content management and collaboration capabilities, data analytics, and so on. 
We'll see more investment in key enabling technologies like business continuity, collaboration, productivity software. Companies with strong balance sheets and reliable cash flows versus debt-laden operations that are having trouble in this kind of environment will be the preferred destination for investor dollars. It may be hard to see how the world and the way we work will change right now, but things will be forever different and company executives and investors must start planning for this new future now. Just as important is the question of how to assess and evaluate the impact of this disruption on the financial performance of current technology providers and what investors need to do to navigate the next couple of quarters. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.